Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. Well, good afternoon to Loving That Sports Talk. This is Chris Marlitz, and it's another week. We love having people listening to us, and hopefully everything's going great. And uh, let's just get on with what's what's happening. So uh, we have our our uh, former NFL player James Loving with us. How you James, doing? How you doing today? How you doing today? Good, good. Um, so I'd like to introduce our guest today. Uh, we have former Kansas City Chiefs uh, JJ Burden. How are you today, JJ? Hey, I'm doing fantastic. How's uh, how are you guys doing today? Doing good. 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 Thanks. Thanks for having me back, man. I enjoyed my first time on the show, so it's good to be back. Yeah, we had we got a lot of uh, a lot of people making comments and questions for you, and it was it was it was good. It was good. That's why, like you know, we need to, we need to get back on again. So, cool. Yeah, That's they wanted us to. They wanted they wanted you back on every time. I'm like JJ, gonna be on the show with us now. Oh, ain't nothing wrong with that, right, JJ? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Hey, so so let, let's talk a little bit about uh, the Super Bowl. I, I assume you watched it, right? Absolutely. And what did you think? I was I was I was surprised that Philadelphia not only showed up. I mean, they really they handled their business. I, I thought I, I thought the Patriots would win, just figuring it, but Philadelphia had a great game plan, and they never took the pedal off the metal, and they just kept getting that, in that end zone. So what a great performance by the Eagles. And and, and you know that James is sitting there smiling. You, you do know that. Kind of like a Cheshire cat. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just – I was being polite for I let JJ speak, you know. <laughs> you know what, JJ, I told everybody, you know, everybody, because I went to Philadelphia two weeks uh-huh. before that, I did a live interview out there. I had uh, Ron Moden and uh, Carl Mecklenburg on the show. But um, everybody, you know, everybody counted out because of Nick Foe. Nick was good when he started for the Eagles. Remember he had, what, a 12 or something? Yeah. Remember that, JJ? Yeah, you know, he sure did. He was balling. And I told everybody, I said, you know what? Don't underestimate Nick, you know what I mean? It's a big game. He came in, but there's no pressure on him. If he lose, then it's really, you know, you're back up. Everybody looked at it that way. You know, there'll be pressure mm-hmm. on Carson Wentz if he played because they're like, hey, you got to win this game, you know? So, and yeah. I told everybody, I said, it's going to be that one mistake. Whoever make it, it'll be an interception or punt or something. They're gonna lose that game when Tom Brady got. They stripped that ball. It was a wrap. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, James, that was, that was the first time. I have to be honest. That was the first time I had watched Philadelphia play an entire game all the way through. I, I didn't know they were that good. You know, I just see highlights here and there, but that was uh-huh. the first time I ever really watched them play during the season. Uh, I'm, I'm just disappointing me, JJ. Come on now. <laughs> you know, I watched them from last year. I had a bet with a guy, and we had an eight and eight. I thought they would did eight and eight. They slipped in some games. But I'm like, you know what? Get them that next year. They're gonna come out and they're gonna just put the hammer to everybody, and it's gonna be different. No, I was a little scared of if they had to play the Saints in the playoff, the Saints can score, mm-hmm. you know. But Minnesota, I knew mm-hmm. they were just going to run over them because, you know, it was just uh, – because I've been watching the Eagles, you know, every the whole game. I'm like, okay, what do they need to prove on for next week or next game or next year, you know. And they were just all, all cylinders, you know, this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the, the one thing about Philadelphia, after Carson Wentz went down – they actually only had, uh, with Foles as quarterback, they only had one bad game. The rest of the games yeah. were, they, they they did awesome. You know, and of course, they're the underdog in just about every game after that because no one, no one was convinced that Foles could lead that team, you know, much less all the way to the Super Bowl with them and win it. Chris, let me ask you, Chris, you had uh, Andy Reid coaching now. You had Chip Kelly, which I thought Chip Kelly just, destroyed the Eagles. 
But you have all these great coaches. They couldn't do what Peterson did. Why do you think that is? You know? I mean, they they had great teams. I mean, they had running back that was great before, and you know, but why do you think Peterson jailed them in two years? Yeah, I think I think Peterson just had a more solid um, offensive uh, philosophy. Uh, obviously, he had his defensive coaches doing their things, but I think he didn't come in there and try to complicate it. He didn't try to get too cute, like I think you know Chip Kelly did, and obviously. You know, I'm a Chip Kelly fan because he, he, I went to Oregon. Oh. But I was dis, I was disappointed, though, how he tried to come into the NFL and just try to, you know, uh, do his own thing. And where yeah. Peterson came in and just kept it simple, making sure that the yeah. team understood um, the philosophy, formations and everything. And, and, you know, James, if you got guys that believe in your system, they're going to give you the effort. And they obviously believe in his system. Yeah, that's why New England goes back to where they always go every year. It's that system they believe in it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you hate it, but they go every year. But it's that system, you know. And yep. that's gonna be another show. I, we got to call you on that one. I want to talk to you about Jim Kelly on the show. We got to talk about <laughs> that one. <laughs> you know, we, well, well, so, so, so JJ, we, we've talked about Chip Kelly a few times, and and I've 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 said, you know, he he's he's an incredible college coach, you know, when he was with Oregon, you know, he was, he was good. His, you know, he, he got everyone to buy into his, his philosophy, the program, but you can't do that yeah. in the pros in the NFL. You can't do that. No, you can't. You're, you're dealing with men who are a professional athletes. They have to, obviously that's their job. They take care of their family. They know what they got to do. And you can't come in there with that, college mentality or coaching philosophy and think it's going to work, work on grown men. It, it, it's not. And even some of the things he was trying to do from a scheme standpoint, um, it just didn't work at that level. So, you know, it's, it's unfortunate because I was, I'm a big fan of his. I would have loved to see him do well in the NFL, but he wasn't willing to adapt. And, and you've got to adapt when you get to that level. Right. Well, we've, we've seen several coaches that can't go to the NFL or the NBA and adapt, you know, this can't do it, you know, just because, mm-hmm. I mean, just not set for that level of guys, you know, men. Yeah. You know, because yep. you're looking at a man that could tell you, <laughs> I make more than you, who you the tough, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll, we'll just see what happens next year because, uh, you know, about the only only big change that that's happened with, Philadelphia, of course, is their their you know offense coordinator and their their you know defensive guy is gone. But what they did for offense is they I think they took their quarterback coach and made him their offensive coordinator. So you know that that's going to help Carson Wentz and, and and Nick Foles if they keep him, you know, which they should keep mm-hmm. him. But um, you know, at least have some consistency, you know, with what's happening and and you know and defense. I think they're going to be fine with defense. That's not going to change. So we'll yeah. yeah, well, the big year. question for them, big question for them is like James already said, okay, um, even with a few coaching changes, the system, okay, is everybody going to still be locked solid on the system? And the biggest thing is now everybody knows you're good. Everybody knows you're great. So every opponent is going to bring it every Sunday, and so they're going to really be tested on, you know, how good or how bad they want it this next year because – James, you know when you're the Super Bowl champion, everybody's hyped up to play the Super yeah, Bowl champion yeah. every week. It, 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 yeah. it is hard to repeat. It's very hard to repeat. You're right. That That's what happened in Dallas. It was good that year before, and everybody came at them, you know, because, you mm-hmm. know, Dallas yep. was good. You know, they just lost to Green Bay, but everybody came in Dallas that next year, and then they had, you know, Zeke getting suspended, but they was coming at them, you know. Yep. Wow. But, Mark this in your book, Chris. Me and JJ be talking about this next year at the same time, and he be like, man, I didn't think Philadelphia would do it again. Watch. This <laughs> 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 Carson do, doing his thing out there. Yeah. I'm just going to let JJ talk. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm still pulling, waiting for my cheese, so I, I'm still hoping my cheese is going to get there. Uh, oh, oh, no, oh, oh, well, I have a question for you on them, so that, you know, it's okay. We'll I'm glad he cheese. brought it up. <laughs> Go ahead, yeah, we'll talk about the Chiefs. So, you know what? Um, let, let, let's go and just take a break. When we come back, let, we'll talk about what's going on with Kansas City. 
So we'll be right back. Okay. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and friends are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Well, welcome back to Loving That Sports Talk. This is Chris Marwood. And uh, we have with us again um, James Loving, former NFL player. I'm here. I'm here. And we have with us former NFL player J.J. Burden. Hey, J.J. Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> good, good. You're going to get busy with this one. Oh, oh yeah. So, so J.J., I, I, you know, take a deep breath. Hold it in. <laughs> let it out. All right, let's go. So the Kansas City <laughs> Chiefs traded Alex Smith to the Washington Redskins. And, and I have two questions about this. First of all, how do you feel Alex Smith will do with the Redskins' offense? Well, I think Alex would do well. I mean, Alex is a veteran. You know, he's a veteran. He's healthy. He has the skills. You know, I, I think he's going to be like he always is, consistent. Um, I think it, what's your second question? Because I can't wait to answer the second question. <laughs> well, the second question is moving forward, what will the Chiefs do to replace Alex Smith? Yeah, that's the one I was waiting for. Because I'll tell you straight up, guys, I was not happy they traded Alex Smith. I really wasn't because I, 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 I actually thought of you as, as, as soon as soon as it came out. I, I'm like, oh, JJ's not going to be happy. I was not happy, and I was going back and forth with Chiefs fans on social media, and I was just saying the best case scenario for you know Patrick Mahomes is that he gets to sit another year on the bench and learn and watch with no pressure. You know, Alex has one more year on his contract. Let him play at his contract. And then Patrick has two years sitting on the bench. I mean, going into his third year, I mean, that's the perfect scenario. But we know that it's a business, and there's a pressure to play these guys right away. So I was very disappointed. But at the same time, you know, um, I think Patrick Mahone, he'll, he'll be a good player. But he, he's got, there's the learning curve. He, he's got, there's, he's going to take him some time to really get comfortable at that position, at that level. He's got all the skill sets and more, but, um, you know, it, it would have been nice to see him spend a little more time learning from the sidelines. So um, I think this next year is going to be interesting because, as we all know, a young quarterback comes out, maybe he's firing on all cylinders the first couple of games, and then they start game planning him. Then the opponents start seeing his weaknesses. And then they start building, you know, uh, defensive packages around his weaknesses. And about midway through the season, that's when we're going to find out how good he really is. So, James, before you, before you, you, you give your response, I was going to say regarding um, um, May Holmes, I was going to say, you know, basically what, 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 what – 
what's going on with the Broncos is, is, is what, what you're going to be experiencing. So welcome, welcome to the, our world. <laughs> okay. so, James, go ahead and, and give your response to, to what J.J. was saying. And I'm, I'm with you, J.J. I was looking at things like, you know, um, when a team like Kansas City, I mean, they bust out, what, 6-0, 7-0, 8-0, something like that? When you're that close yep. of winning a champ, I mean, going to the championship or winning it, you just don't change it with a quarterback like that. I don't see that unless he hurt Alex. I don't know what it is, Alex. San Francisco didn't like him, and he played well there. Um, mm-hmm. Remember, he got them to that game. I'm on Super Bowl, but that yep. kickoff guy from the punt. Remember? How can you yep, blame Alex right. for that? And, and Alex is better than Trent Different, He won Super Bowl. Alex maintained the ball better than Trent. You know? You don't want your quarterback yep. to make a mistake. So I don't see what Kansas City was thinking when they that close. You put a, a, a young guy, you know he'll lose some games, and those are the games you might yep. need, you know? So yep. I'm with you on that one, you know. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, man. I, I don't understand the, the thought process when Casey is right there, they're so close. And when you look at that, that game that they lost in the playoffs, Allen's played well. I mean, he had a great yep. game. Now, obviously, Kelsey got hurt. That kind of hurt him in the second half. But yeah. – the game plan and the way they started playing more conservative and stuff on both sides of the ball, that had nothing to do with Alex. He's still ball, but, but you know, James, there's that, there's that pressure. You got the young yeah. kid you drafted in the first round. You're paying them all this money. There's the pressure to play those guys. And, and, and as a result, you know, sometimes teams, I think, are making illogical decisions. But, you know, time will tell. But, but JJ, what you – it's like throwing your season away right now, for real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. Because like you say, the yeah. first two games, he might do good. But I don't know, now you got team game planning. I mean, look what happened to Dak. Yeah. Dak for the Cowboys. They yep. game plan for him this year. That's why he had a horrible year. It wasn't because they had a running game, because they had a better running game this year without Zeke, you know? That's true. Yep. So, yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I... I was telling someone the other day, and I said, what, I said what, you, what you don't understand from a fan's perspective is that you get a new player like that who's got all these skills, and the upcoming opponent will watch, you know, three, four, five games or whatever, and they'll pull out the bad plays. It might be one mm. or two, three bad plays, maybe against a particular coverage, and they will create an entire defensive package based on those couple of plays that they messed up, and they try to duplicate that. So, you know, when they start seeing his weaknesses, in a, you know, after the first four or five games, that's how they're going to attack him the rest of the season. So that's when you're going to find out how good he is and his ability to adapt. Yeah. I'm with you. He should say at least another year. Or, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I just did, or, you know, if the year was going bad, then you start moving him a little bit, you know, second half, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. Alex, I don't see why he, he keeps going to team different team. I mean, I mean, he plays good. He's average. He plays good, you know. Yep, exactly. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. I, I, was, I was very shocked because, yeah, um, Alex Smith did have a good, he had a very good year. He's always had pretty, he's always been very consistent with what he does. And for them to just release him like that, to trade him, like, wow. So, kind of kind of shocking. So, we'll see what happens going forward with him. And um, <laughs> he may become a, a Redskins fan. Who knows? Chris, you ain't done with the Chiefs yet. I want to ask JJ, Chris, you know, I'm an Andy Reid fan, but. Well, you got coaches. I mean, Andy's great, but he's jumping team to team. You keep jumping team to team, you start to lose that good coaching, um, you know? I mean, he's Philly, yeah. now Kansas City. You know, look at all the great coaches. Belichick's still going, and um, you got all the other coaches still with their teams, you know? I just think jumping yeah. team to team is just, is just throwing you off, you know? Yeah, I agree. I mean, especially if you're not winning Super Bowls, because even in Philly, he didn't get to the Super Bowl. He had great teams. I mean, he didn't win the Super Bowl. And then KC, you know, he's he's had some great teams, and he's losing in the first. They're losing in the first round, and in the playoffs. And yeah. at some point, you know, 
people start getting tired of that. <laughs> they start yeah. like, okay, it's time to get someone new. So I think this is a key year for him and whether or not he's going to continue to be coaching for the Chiefs. Well, yeah, you you got to let them coach if they ain't let the coach for the Browns go yet or Cincinnati. <laughs> I know. I do. Hey, guys, I was drafted by the Cleveland Browns, but I, I'm hoping they can, they can get something going. <laughs> well, they have, they have the first pick again. We'll see what happens, and hopefully they don't trade that pick away. I, I don't get that either. I know. I know you got everything set up, Chris, but... I don't get that. They're going for the guy from Wyoming, Josh Allen. You know they got to throw him in there to start. I just I watched him from Wyoming. I mean, he's from Wyoming. I love it, but he's just not ready for the NFL. Plus the no, start, no. the yeah. first pick. I just don't yeah. get it with Cleveland. They pick him. I mean, they're looking at his size, but I watched him play. You know, it's just like this a kid. They talk about number one pick. You know what I'm talking about, JJ. Yeah, yeah, I do, I do. Matter of fact, I did a podcast uh, this year for Oregon football games, so I had to watch all the games, and I watched that game against Wyoming, and I remember all the pregame hype. And, James, I was trying to be objective, and I was like, he, he ain't pro-ready. I mean, his throw, he's a big kid, strong arm, but he was off on his timings and everything. And I was like, this is the number one guy? So I, I agree with you there. I know, that Mel Kuyper guy, he's like – He's it. He's the first pick they got. They got him going to Cleveland. Right. I'm like, Cleveland's going to be 0-16 again because I, I watched him play. I watched that Oregon mm-hmm. game. I watched the other game. Every game he played that was a big school, if it wasn't garbage can state, you know, um, he played horrible. He had a horrible, you know, and he couldn't get the yep. ball right. I mean, I'm like, this the guy they talking about, number one? Wow. I know. Yep. Well, apparently he had a really good, uh, you know, because he he you know, he went to the to their to the senior senior camp thing, and um, the first day he didn't do do so hot, but after that, um, he was he was impressive, you know, to to quite a few teams. So, Chris, that's you know, almost like he, the Pro Bowl for the NFL game. Nobody want to get hurt. Other players, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, well, I'm just know. saying. I'm just telling you what what I heard. So. That's 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 what they're saying. So we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Well, JJ. So Andrew Luck. You know, let's stick stick with quarterbacks since we're talking about him. Um, he's he's a Indianapolis Colts quarterback, of course. Um, and uh, he says that he's ready to to come back. Chris. Yes. I got the music in my ear, so you know. Oh, I did not hear it. So you know what? That's great. Let's go ahead and take a break. We come back. I'll, I'll bring this back up again. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice American Network and let's talk football. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Your internet flagship station for sports... 
Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with loving that sports talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Uh, welcome back to Loving That Sports Talk. This is Chris Marwood. And uh, we have with us still James, former NFL player for the Philadelphia Eagles. Super Bowl champions. I'm here. I'm here. Super Bowl champions. <laughs> oh, you're going to rub that in all the time. That's great. And of course, we have our there. special guest. We have J.J. Burden from uh, NFL player. He played, uh, well, what, lastly with uh, the, the Kansas City Chiefs. First round in playoffs. Knocked out. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, J.J. <laughs> oh, listen to you. I think James is going to have fun for the next year enjoying that Super Bowl wedge. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I have a feeling a, be, a bet's going to be placed. A bet's going to be placed sometime, sometime I, or other. I don't blame, the hey, James, I don't blame you, man. I, I played nine years. I never made it to one. And, and the team I last played for was the Falcons. They made it last year. We know what happened to them. So, yeah, you know, yeah. so I hear you. Yeah. Enjoy it. Yeah, and, and we we know that New, New England was hoping that they would be able to come back on on Philadelphia like they did on Atlanta, but did not happen. So, huh. all right. So I was talking about Andrew Luck, uh, Indianapolis Colts quarterback, saying that he's ready to come back. He hasn't played a game or hasn't really even hardly even thrown the ball since January 2017. You know, he's had shoulder surgery. You know, that that reconstructed thing, um, and the team is basically all new. Um, including the coaching staff. Uh, do you see him remaining with the Colts, you know, and playing this next season? JJ? If he, if he is healthy, if his shoulder is really has recovered and he can throw and he can play, absolutely. I mean, I, I totally do. You know, I, this is one of the disadvantages of being on the inside, as James knows. You know, when you're on the inside, like this last year, I'm sure a lot of the players, a lot of people knew that he was not ready and he probably wasn't going to play during the season, you know. Um, but now I saw the interview today with, with Luck, and I'm just sitting there wondering, okay, is, is he telling the truth? Is he really healthy? Is he really <laughs> feeling much better? I mean, only he really knows what time's going to tell. But, but, yeah, Chris, if he's healthy and he can throw the ball with no pain, yeah, he'll be playing for the Colts. I got to go the other way on that one, J.J., because – Somebody right about it. Like you said, you know, you should, we know that you get the inside. You know, he, at first, they were saying, oh, he's coming back and throwing. Then he wasn't, you know. It was like they was lying to the fans to keep him coming, you know, because they had that horrible, you know. Then it was like, you know, oh, he want to go overseas for a second opinion, you know. I'm, I'm listening to Chris Carter. I'm like, we got the best doctors over here. Why would you want to go over there for a doctor, you know? Yeah. I just, is this yeah. something ain't right with this injury? You know, first it was the shoulder, then it was the um, lung. Remember that? The, the lung, mm-hmm. we didn't know nothing about that. And then it was the shoulder again. Then it's report he won't need a second surgery. Well, we thought he was okay, you know? Yeah, so that's true. Something right with that with him and the report, you know? Well, but, but yeah. also I, don't, don't forget about Josh McDaniels uh, backing out like he did because you know, I, I know we, we we were thinking that there was something he he found out some information or something about Andrew, but who knows? I don't know. I mean, do you guys think? Because when I saw that go down, and I t- I heard about the exit interview or discussion he had with um, with Belichick and the owner, and and whatever they said to him, and about possibly him being the successor. I mean, whatever they said in that meeting, I think it was something enticing enough for him to stay. Um, you know, because I, I have to think that he's the one that's going to take over for Belichick when he leaves. Well, JJ, I don't know. Because when I seen that go down, I was thinking the same thing. You know, when he found out that, hey, luck might not be ready. Well, I'm going to go in there with this team and how they did last year with all luck. Uh, Gonna be the same way. I might be exiting out in two years. 
You know, mm-hmm. be back. You know, because you look at all Belichick, they did a thing on all the people that was under him. They got head coaches job, didn't do nothing. They had a losing record. Uh-huh. You mm-hmm. know, and it's like, you know, uh, one guy that left my job, you know, he's, oh, I got a better job. You know, that job wasn't better. Now he wants to come back, you know. You know what I'm saying? It's like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, somebody in your spot now, buddy, you know. But I didn't mm-hmm. think, you know, he wanted to go over there and be at where, you know, hey, I'm losing to you. They're going to get rid of me, you know. There's no luck. Because with no luck, they're just going to be the average team. I, I just, mm-hmm. they got no, really no stars on there. I mean, Gore's getting old, you know. So um, the quarterback, you know, he's all right, but he's still learning, you know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> He, the, 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 the record speaks for itself. So, this last season for that quarterback. But yeah, it's <laughs> it'll be interesting with what happens. But yeah, there's there, there, there's something something fishy going on with with uh, with why um, why 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 uh, he, he didn't take the job and uh, McDaniel didn't take the job. And you know, I've I've, I've said. Since it happened, you know, why would why would a team trust him to you know to become a head coach if if he does something like mm-hmm. that? You know, it's going to be hard for yeah. us to offer the position to him. Think about it too, um, JJ Chris. The only team he got to be able to go to is no one. All the other teams got mm-hmm. it out for him. What he did, you know, right? No. Right. When your agent get rid of you, something ain't right. James, isn't it? Isn't it? You know. It's so interesting, though, because when we're in the league, we find out these stuff, this stuff, you know, and I bet right. the players know. The players know what happened. They know what went down. And I remember hearing this quote, from, I think it was Jim Mora one time. I think it's on YouTube. And he said to a reporter one time, because the reporter was trying to tell him that he knew what was going on within the team. And Jim Mora said, you think you know. You think you know, he says, but you don't know. And you never will. You know, because, you know, there's that element, James, when we're in the meetings where we're inside, the doors are closed. There's information that's being shared only to the players. I tell you, I missed that part because if if we were playing, we probably know what really went down with luck and what down with why Josh Daniels did not take the job, you know? You know what? Glad you said that, Jay, because think about it. Remember that thing that was going around with with, um, Lonzo Ball? Dad said something about, you know, losing the players and things. That yeah. came from inside that locker room from his son. You know that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That came in. Um, everybody looking at it, um, LeVar, everything he says, he's hyping, but most of it's right. So, like you say, it's mm-hmm. coming from Lonzo from in that locker room. Cause you know what I'm saying? They, they, you know it. Yep. We told yep. a lot of things in the locker room and meeting and stuff. A lot goes on. And nobody knows. Yep. But then, you know, Lonzo go home to Daddy, and Daddy used that for his marketing thing and started running his mouth. <laughs> I know. I know. We had a problem, guys, with that in Atlanta. My last year with the Atlanta Falcons, we were 10-6, and six, and then the next year we went 3-13. and 13, And it, it was just chaos. And I remember how the players were leaking information to the media. And Frank Gantz, our special team coach, came into our meeting after all this stuff was getting leaked. He said, guys, you all need to remember this. He said, what we say here, what you hear here, let it stay here when you leave here. And he would say that every single team meeting to make sure nobody was leaking information. Mm-hmm. We had uh, Reggie White that said that. He pulled everybody out of the locker room. He was bad. He said, I'm getting tired mm-hmm. of what we do in this locker room, get leaked out there. You know, well, we yep. say it stays in here. If Randall, because it was about Randall, they was mad Randall, and they was, you know, Randall might yeah. say doing something, but it's still our team, and it stays in here, you know? I want to hear mm-hmm. a report saying, unknown person won't say his name, and, you know, leaking it, you know? Yep. Randall was mad about that, too, though. I remember that. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you got to show some loyalty, and that that's, it's hard to do it with if you're sitting here talking to the press about stuff that you shouldn't be. Yep, absolutely. So word came out that uh, Mark Cuban, the owner of the Dallas Mavericks, was quoted as telling the team that their best option at this point is to keep losing. You know, this is mostly t- mostly due to getting a better draft pick. 
um, if you were a player on a team, you know, basketball, football, etc., doesn't matter, and the owner said uh, said this, A, would you follow the owner's plan, or B, you know, um, or, or and then or then and and B, what should happen to Cuban for saying this? Now, it, it did come out just just recently that he was fined six hundred thousand dollars, you know, for for openly t- discussing this or say, saying this. Um, but so 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 JJ, if you were a player, you know, would 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 you agree and do what the owner says? If I was a player and I was in that situation, I would absolutely not agree and do what the player said because or the co- the owner said because I'm always being evaluated. If I'm out there playing bad, even if he wants me to, they might cut me the next year. And then other teams are looking at me on film and see my lack of performance. You know, I want them to see that even though we're playing well, we're playing bad, that I'm still doing my job. I'm still performing at the highest level so that either I stay there or go somewhere else. Nah, I mean, as players, we're always under the microscope. And you never want to give a team a reason to cut you, you know. And you don't want to be because of your lack of performance. So, no, I just just do my job. I got to take care of my family, you know. They don't want me here. I know someone else will want me. Good point. Good point. I, I, the, the second question about what, what, what do you think should happen to Cuban? I don't know if that's a, a mute point at this point, but you know, or, or if you want to, you know, ex- accentuate a little bit more of what 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 you think should happen. Well, one, I just think it's odd that now I could understand a, an owner thinking that, okay, but I think it's kind of odd that they, he would come out and publicly say that and even, or even say it to the players. I just think that's, that's bad professionalism. I mean, even if you believe that, you don't go tell your team that and tell your coaches that. And I mean, I just think it really sets a bad precedent. So obviously whatever the penalties they can give him and take away a draft choice or whatever, I don't know. Hopefully they'll do something, but uh, I'm a little disappointed because I'm a huge fan of Shark Tank. I love Shark Tank. I watch that every week with Cuban and all those guys. So I'm disappointed that he said that. Yeah. James? You know what? There's two things with that, J.J. Chris. Uh, One is, I know you know how these owners are. I mean, you know how Cuban is. You know how mad he got at DeAndre Jordan when he pulled out, you know. They run you, Mm -hmm. and they could blackball you. I mean, look at Kaepernick. I mean, look at um, Kaepernick. Is that his name? The quarterback, Kaepernick? what's his name? Oh, Kaepernick, yeah. Yeah, they can blackball you. So, I don't know, J.J., if he told me to take it, I'm out there playing 100 full speed and win the game. Because if you look at sports now, it's crazy. You got football team taking to get the number one pick. They want this player. Now you got basketball teams doing it because they want, you know, it's starting to get bad mm-hmm. with sports. And like they say, Adam Silver and uh, what's called Rodgers, they got to get a hold of this. Because it started to get crazy. I mean, tanking. You started to hear, you know, Cleveland really wanted to tank. And they were like, we can't win this game. If we do, we're going to be getting behind the Giants, you know. But the Giants started winning. But, I mean, it started to get bad with that. So, I don't know, Jay. I might have to, if I got a six-year contract and you tell me a tank, I want to say that I'm going to tank like a tank, boy. I'm going to fall off. Lip blast. Cool me out. Get on the ground, fool. <laughs> you went old school with a cooling high. <laughs> Remember that, JJ? <laughs> I sure do. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I'm probably, that's a hard thing. Like, I agree with you saying you got to feed your family, but, man, it's easy to get blackballed. I just didn't see how, I do now how the NFL team did him. You know, all the owners got together like, hey, you know, mm-hmm. that was sad because, he could have played for some team, you know. But, you know, um, tanking, you know, they they all doing it. Look at it. Everybody want to get that number one pick and try to get somebody to, to trade for them, that number one pick. And, you know, it's just a mess now. Sports have got out of control because the money got out of control, you know. Right, right. I know. I mean, I know. Good, I mean, hey, good valid point, James, because like you said, they were able to blackball Kaepernick. I mean, yeah. And yep. and people can say whatever they want. They they pulled it off. They made sure yep. all thirty two teams did not offer him a contract and were signing players who really weren't yep. even in the same 
caliber of uh, yeah. athleticism and as Cal as Kaepernick. I mean, they pulled it off. You're right. Yeah, they pulled it off. They did it. You yeah. see. <laughs> so that's why I'm like, hey, but only tell me, hey, they can pull out. Hey, don't pick him up, and you know you good. But I, I would have to tell you, like I said, get on the ground, fool. <laughs> <laughs> well, one point I want to make is Cuban thinks that he's smarter than everybody else. He thinks he's more intelligent than, than anyone else out there. And and this this mm-hmm. is his way of trying to, you know, to, to, to prove it, that, you know, he, he can force people to, you know, do his bidding like this. So. Because I got the music. Not good, yep. Anyway, um, yep, I heard, heard, the, heard the music. Uh, we're going to go take a break. When we come back. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, what's going on uh, with some of the policy changes in the NFL. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Sports. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica. TV. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with loving that sports talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Uh, welcome back to Love That Sports Talk. This is Chris Marwitz. And we have with us, uh, of course, James Loving, former NFL player for the Eagles. And we have as our special guest, we have J.J. Burden. Uh, he's played with the, the Chiefs. He played with Atlanta. And I know there's a what, – what, what, what third team did you play for, J.J.? Uh, I spent one year with the Browns and one year with the Cowboys. Oh, fourth year. Wow. Oh, that's right. We, 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 when we talk about the Cowboys, we're like, yeah, good thing you go over there. <laughs> JJ, too, too, I, I always like having you on because you know you you you, you when you when you talk and 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 give your response, it, it, it opens my eyes to think like I never thought of that. I thought of it that way. Just like when you were talking about you know the, the last question I was asking about Cuban and and, and, and would, would would you fall like a tank like James would? And and you're like no, you're there to you know make put food on the table for your family and. I'm like I never thought of it in that direction, you know. So, yeah. yeah anyway, it's, it's yeah, great but to you have know, you even, on. Even so with, thank you for, but, for being but on with us. But even yeah, but even with my response, James made me think of something else because back when I played, you know, obviously we didn't have social media and all this other stuff, and you know, now it's easy for them to blackball a player like James brought out. I mean that that kind of really. I could put a player now in a quandary where like, man, do I, do I, do I just, you know, not play real hard or do I still give it my best effort? And, you know, if I give it my best effort and another team sees me on film, am I going to be blackballed? I mean, it really does, you know, create a bit of a quandary, you know? Right, hey, right. hey, JJ, look, look at this, JJ, Chris, not to turn it, but look at the um, safety for New England that didn't play. What was his name? Oh, oh. Butler. 
Was it Butler? Yeah, Malcolm look, Butler. Look how they did him for that game, and then Tom came out. Then the other guy coming out now talking about, well, we knew he wasn't playing the week right, before. Right, right. That they knew oh. he wasn't. Yeah. Now they starting to blackball that guy because you know what I'm saying. See how it's starting to turn now. You know. Yeah. Yeah. If, if that guy knew he wasn't playing the week before, I wouldn't win, JJ. Why was he yeah. crying during the dance wrestle? That's what he found out. Now this guy's trying to say, no, he knew the week before. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, now I they're know. trying to blackball him because they want him out of New England. You know? Yeah, and, and then we're hearing different stuff about the reason why he was not playing. I mean, yeah. and then he denied it. I mean, you don't know what to believe. You don't. <laughs> yeah, well, apparently they, they were saying that the, the one the one player, James, that you were talking about, he said the, the, when, when they, I, I think when they first got to got to um, Minnesota, that that they knew he wasn't going to be playing. You know, so that 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 was almost the whole week long. They knew he wasn't going to be playing. So it had nothing to do with all the partying that he was doing out there, or this and that, and I don't know. But then again, as you say, you don't know what to believe. You don't see no team looking and pick him up, do you? Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. So um, but let's talk a little bit about some some policy changes that the NFL and the owners are going to have to be considering, you know, not this off season. So um, the first thing has to do with, you know, how do you feel about the NFL trying to unify their policy for all team personnel during the national anthem? You know, the current guidelines only say players should stand, and it's not mandatory. So, J.J., what, 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 what's your opinion on that? <laughs> I'm going to tell you straight up, dude. I'm glad I'm not playing because I don't have to deal with any of all that stuff. <laughs> the thing that, you know, no disrespect, but the thing that really kind of frustrates me about all this is that I'm there to play football. I've been prepared all week, practice all week, study all week. I deal with the pressure, and I'm going into this game where I've got to perform at my best, and I can be cut just like that or play. I mean, that's my focus. I'm just, as a former player, I'm just really surprised that the players even have to be in these conversations when they're there to play and perform on Sunday. So I'm, I'm going to – I just – I don't have a comment for it because I'm just glad I don't have to deal with it. I mean, it's just right, – right. you, you know, remember what – James, you remember what it was like as a player, you know, where your yeah. focus is and what you're thinking about on Sunday? Yeah. Well, JJ, it's, it's the media. It's that – the Twitter, the, the snapshot now. Because we didn't have that. I told you we had that back when we were playing. Man, we've been on the news every day, you know. But that's yep. what it is, and, and, and people like to feed off that. I think, I mean, look at we're feeding off LeVar, LeVar Ball every time. He made him a millionaire, you know? We got mm-hmm. a reality show, making $10 million, you know, but it's too much for these players, you know? Just, I mean, just I'm glad, like you say, we're not playing nothing. We didn't have to worry about that. We worried about just getting yep. our butt to practice after we was out drinking. That's all we were. Bet we wasn't late. That's all we were worried about, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember we used to come in, JJ. We still had the alcohol on our breath. You know, you could smell it. Yeah, there was a couple guys that come into the huddle. I remember coming into the huddle in practice, and you're like, "Oh, who who was out drinking? You could smell it. You could smell it. It was coming from somewhere in the huddle." <laughs> Let me throw this at you real quick, JJ. Remember that Super Bowl Atlanta was was in. And y'all lost with yeah. um, the one guy went out and got caught with the prostitute. The safety. Oh, yeah. He still played in that game, didn't he? Yeah. That was, uh, oh, I forgot. who was that? I forgot who the player was. But my point is he still played that game because that coach knew that was the best chance to win to have him play, right? So you tell me, Belichick right. knew that boy played 98%, you know, uh, the game and won the game with them with Seattle, you know. Mm-hmm. So they already hit it in for him. I just wanted to throw that. It, yeah, yeah, that's it. It goes back to that. Something we don't know. Something went down. They, like you said, they already had it in for the week. Not being in the locker room, we tr- we just don't know, you know. And maybe one day it'll come out. But uh, the parties that be, they all know. 
Coaches know. Yeah. Malcolm Butler knows. We don't know. So hopefully we'll find out at some point. It, 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 it's hard for some people to keep, keep their, their mouth. I was going to say, it's, it's hard for some people to keep their mouths tight. You know, eventually it'll, things will come out. So, yeah. And by then, it'll be like, so what? It must have been pretty bad, guys, because, like James said, here's a guy who's been playing all season, producing, you know, has already shown he could play in the big game, and they didn't even play him. Not, I mean, he just did special teams, but they didn't even really play him at his – at his position, and they could have used him. So it's like, what in the world happened? <laughs> you know? Yeah, wow. well, yeah. We we talked about this, and 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 we were, we were talking about you know that the, some of, some of the fans were upset, saying that if he would have played, you know that 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 would that would have possibly made the difference for them in order to win the game. And I I, no. No. I I'm hard pressed to to think that that would have happened. Nah, that would have made much. Right. So, well, you know, it's again, JJ. It's it's always good to have you on. It's good to to get to talk to you and catch up with you. I know James will get in touch with you regarding, you know, some other stuff that he has coming down the pipe. That'll be great. And uh, anyway, we'll we'll uh, you know maybe during the 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 um, when when they're in their their uh, practices, you know, when the teams start getting together, we'll. Uh, get you back on again and uh, we'll, we'll have you guys make your bet on you know, whether Kansas City has a better record this next season or whether Philly's got a better better <laughs> a better win loss. No, you don't want that. Well, no, I, I appreciate you guys having me on again and, and like always, you know, everybody can visit me at jjburden.com. I'm all over social media. I love to connect with the fans, but uh, keep up the good work, guys. Good to see you. How many all years right. has it been you guys have been doing this show? Uh, eight years. Uh, eight, eight years. Yep, eight years. Wow, good job, guys. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for being on again, Jay. I'm definitely going to get in touch with you about that. All right, James. Sounds good. Thanks, okay. Chris. Okay, have a great week. Take care. All right, you too. Bye. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com.